You're listening to the Ausleisure Podcast Network. For more details, go to www.ausleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Ausleisure Traveller Podcast for Friday the 22nd of February. My name is Richard Maguire and this week I am very pleased to be able to speak to Nancy Landes, who is the manager of the Iowa Tourism Office in Des Moines, in Iowa, in the United States of America. Hello, Nancy, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's lovely to have you here. I, we were just talking about the time differences early before we went on air, and just so our listeners can get a, an understanding of that, um, it's half past seven in the morning here on Friday in Melbourne, and it is... 2.30 in the afternoon on Thursday. Fantastic. Massive time difference. I can never get my head around that. But I'd like to start off, if I can, with that, with some genuine information, if you could give us about Iowa. And firstly, uh, just about whereabouts in the U.S. it is. And how big a state are we talking about? Iowa is in the north-central portion of the United States. In fact, we consider ourselves to be the heartland of America. And we rank 25th in terms of size among the 50 states. So we are a very mid-sized state. We are 56,275 square miles for the state of Iowa. So it's a nice state, but uh, certainly manageable to get around. And would it be fair in saying that you could could drive across one side to the other in, in a day or less than that? Yes, you could drive from one side to the other in a day, but it will take you the day to do that. <laughs> it would be about uh, six to seven hours to go from one border to the other if you're going east to west. Yeah, yeah, okay. And 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 would it be mostly farmland and wilderness, or have we got um, a few cities thrown in there as well? Well, the word Iowa means beautiful land, so it is uh, lots of gently rolling hills. Yeah. And, of course, there is farmland. Agricultural is a very important industry in our state. In fact, we are first in pork production and corn and eggs. But we also have over 900 communities in the state of Iowa, some of them large. Des Moines is our largest city. Um, And we have other communities like Cedar Rapids, uh, Davenport, Dubuque, Sioux City, which are our larger communities. But we also have lots of smaller communities that have a great deal of charm and are wonderful tourism destinations. I'm getting to like this place more and more. Uh, sure. Yeah, and if you could just tell me what, what the climate is, is, is like year-round, temperate or storms? or. Well, we feel very fortunate in Iowa because we do have four seasons. We experience all of them. Right now it is winter for us. And we're actually now, we're kind of all looking forward to spring. Um, But we do have uh, winter, spring, summer, autumn. And in the winter, our average temperature would be 25 degrees. In the summer, the average temperature would be 72 degrees. But we do have very cold days where we have snow. And in the summer, we do have heat and humidity. So we have a nice variety of weather. Oh, that's good. I I think it's nice to have that variety. I, I well, couldn't. We have. I, yeah, I couldn't live in a place that just had one sort of season all, all year round. It would be it would be not 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 good for me. Well, then you would like it here because it's constantly changing and it's uh, always a topic of conversation. <laughs> a bit like the English, they, they 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 talk about the weather quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. 
Now, look, we, you, you know, you spoke earlier on about getting from one side of the, the state to the other. Um, h- how easy would it be for someone who doesn't have a car? Is, is, there, is there a pretty good public transport system that people can get around on? I think it would be best if they did have a rental car available for them if they're going to visit Iowa and tour um, to our different communities. Yeah. But that is easy to do. Rental cars are easily accessible, and it's also good for them to get off of our highly traveled um, interstate system and take some of our back roads mm-hmm. so that they can get to some of the interesting places in the state. Yeah. And those interesting places that you, you just spoke about, would they be available on a website for our listeners to go and have a look at and, and find these interesting places? We encourage people to go to our website. The address is traveliowa.com. We list all of our attractions as well as all of our events and our accommodations. And we're constantly putting different features up on our website. So we hope people will bookmark traveliowa.com and we'll come back to it frequently. Brilliant. And is there any, you know, you spoke about cars, are there any particular rules and regulations that Australians need to be aware of when, they, when they're driving around your state, or is it pretty much the same as over here? Well, I think it will be pretty much the same. Of course, you need to follow the speed limits yeah. and watch for the signs. We have excellent signage that is available, and of course, we have all kinds of travel guides, our um, maps that are available. We also have rest areas and welcome centers located throughout the state, which would have personnel that will help people if they are looking for directions or need some suggestions on things to see and do. So I think it would be very easy for people to get around the state. We're also known for our hospitality in Iowa. And whoever you might see, um, if you ask them how to get somewhere, they're going to help you, and it might even be that they'll take you right to your destination because they like to be able to be very helpful. That, well, that, that, that's interesting to know. I, I have no idea. That's, that's, you I, will I, like Iowa. Really They're very like hospitable. And as long as we drive on the right-hand side, I think everyone will be fine. I think so too. <laughs> now, now, once they get in their car and they're, and they're, and they're happy with all the regulations um, and they want to start looking at attractions and tours, perhaps you could tell us uh, what's, what's coming up over there and, and what, what you guys have got? I think one of the unique attractions that we have in Iowa is Living History Farms. As I mentioned, we do have um, agriculture in our state. Living History Farms is a unique attraction because it's where they interpret um, agriculture and you can visit different farms over a 300-year period of time. They have a wonderful program, which is called Get a Grip on History, so that when you get to Living History Farms, they're actually going to give you a pair of work gloves. And when you go to one of the farms, maybe you'll be helping the blacksmith, or maybe you'll be chopping some wood that day. Maybe you'll be feeding some of the animals, but it's a wonderful way to do some hands-on activities and learn about our history and our heritage in Iowa. And would would it be okay for people to spend a couple of days on the farm? Would there be a like a hotel nearby and they could do a two-day? There are many hotels very nearby. There are many restaurants nearby. So, yes, you could make it a multi-day um, visit, although there's so much that you're going to want to see mm, when you're yeah. in this area that you're uh, probably going to want to spread your time around as well. We also have many communities that celebrate their ethnic heritage, and we have three uh, national immigrant museums in the state of Iowa. We have the American 
Norwegian Museum in Decorah, which is in the northeast part of our state. Mm-hmm. We also have the Czech and Slovak Museum in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And then in our western part of our state, we have the Danish Immigrant Museum. All of these communities not only have these museums, which talk about our history and heritage, but they have festivals and they have the food so that you can taste some of the mm. delicacy. And Nancy, for those of us traveling with children across the state and want to combine a bit of education along the way, where, where could we go? Well, I think a nice place to take children would be to the Science Center of Iowa. Um, they would be fascinated, I think, with the exhibits and learning more about science. They also have an IMAX theater that is changing um, their movies frequently and it's a good way for children to have some hands-on activities and to be able to learn from their own experiences. Sounds like there'd be so much to do there. You'd need more than a couple of weeks, I'm tipping. That would be lovely. <laughs> now, I know that it's bordered, uh, the state's bordered by the Mississippi and the Missouri rivers, and I'm guessing there's quite a bit to do on those rivers as well. We feel very fortunate to be a state that is bordered by two rivers. We have the Mississippi River that forms our eastern border and the Missouri River that is our western border. And along our eastern border in the community of Dubuque, we have the National Mississippi River Museum and Aquarium. They have five different aquariums. They also have some outstanding films about the Mississippi River. And they, too, have some interactive exhibits where you can actually create a flood or um, you can uh, learn about different areas along the Mississippi River. It is just an outstanding um, attraction for us. They have exceeded their projections in terms of visitation. It is a must-do for anyone that is coming to the state of Iowa. And along our eastern border, we also have the Great River Road. This is a national scenic byway. It actually goes for about 3,000 miles through 10 states. But the portion of Iowa has been signed as a national scenic byway. You're going to drive through some absolutely beautiful, charming communities, and you're going to have some spectacular views of the Mississippi River. So I want people to put that on their list of things to do when they're coming to Iowa. Definitely. And I saw a great movie a few years ago, The Bridges of Madison County, and that's in your neck of the woods as well, isn't it? Well, the Bridges of Madison County is located more in central Iowa near Winterset, and it is very well known because of the book and the movie. We still get travelers from all over the world that want to come and experience that. It's a great place to visit. They have a festival in the fall for the covered bridges. It's also the hometown of John Wayne, who was a movie star, and perhaps you've heard of John Wayne or seen some of his movies. I, 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 would, I would dare say most people on the planet would know John Wayne. <laughs> that, that'd be great. Well, they would like to see his boyhood home, and you can do that as well as visit the bridges all in the same area. Beautiful. And for those who are looking to soak up a bit of the beauty of the countryside, um, you've, you've mentioned a few of those. Well, we just talked about one yeah. movie that was filmed in Iowa, The Bridges of Madison County. We also had the movie Field of Dreams um, um, filmed in yeah, northeast yeah. Iowa in the community of Dyersville. This is a magical experience if you can get to the Field of Dreams and actually walk out onto the field, run the bases, hit a few balls, sit on the bleachers, and you will find yourself saying, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa, because it's absolutely incredible. Can you just excuse my ignorance for a minute, Nancy? What are bleachers? 
the bleachers. Yeah. Um, that would be where you can sit and watch a baseball game. It would be where the um, spectators would be seated. Uh, okay. Sitting. Right. Yep. Yep. That's all right. Just I've never heard of it before, so my my yeah. apologies there. You probably call it something else. Yeah, just the stands or. Yep. Now, what about things that, to, that would appeal to, to the younger generation, like, as I said earlier on, people with the kids and that? We have a brand-new indoor-outdoor water park. It's called Kings Point. It's in Storm Lake, Iowa. And what kids are really going to like about this is it has the latest technology that is available. So if you are at the top of the water slide and you want to determine what kind of an experience you're going to have, you can touch a screen and say that you want to experience hot air balloons or the jungle. And then as you're coming down that water slide, you're going to have the sights and sounds that will go along with that experience. It is very popular with children, and I know they would have a great time there. We also, in Iowa, have the ice cream capital of the world. We make more ice cream in Lamar's, Iowa, than anywhere in the world. We have an ice cream visitor center and museum where you can go through and learn about how they make ice cream. And then toward the end of the tour, they have piped in this wonderful smell of chocolate. <laughs> and that just happens to hap to occur right before you go into the ice cream parlor. So then you can taste some of the ice cream yourself. And kids as well as young at heart kids will enjoy that experience. Oh, no doubt. I know I would. <laughs> yes, I'd love to take you. <laughs> You're on now, could you tell us just a little bit, please, Nancy, about the state fairs? And I assume that you guys have one. Um, we yeah. have the most outstanding state fair of any state. Uh, it draws over a million people, and the dates for this year will be August 7th through the 17th. It is something that you do want to plan more than one day because you absolutely cannot see it all in a day. We have every kind of food that you can imagine on a stick from uh, corn dogs to uh, snicker candy bars that have been dipped in. Um, in you will absolutely uh, enjoy every food that you taste there. One of the unique things that we have at our Iowa State Fair is a butter cow. And every year they take butter and put it into uh, the form of a cow, and uh, they also do other kinds of things molded out of the butter. They've done everything from Elvis Presley to the American Gothic couple um, to uh, Tiger Woods. So we've just had all kinds of things. It's, it's very unique and a must-see if you're going to come to the Iowa State Fair. I'm going to definitely have a look at your website because I presume it's all on there at traveliowa.com. TravelIowa.com, you can get to all of these locations and learn more. And that's brilliant. What about the hidden gems? Now, everyone we've spoken to uh, tells us that there, there, there are hidden gems in their particular area. Uh, you know, places off the beaten track, I presume you've got quite a few of those. You know, one of my favorite places that is a hidden gem, it's called Matchstick Marvels. And this is a local artist. His name is Pat Acton, and he takes matchsticks. And he glues them together and makes absolutely incredible models. You have to see it to believe it. In fact, Ripley's Believe It or Not has purchased several of his models and have them in museums throughout the, the world. Okay. Um, he has made the U.S. Capitol. Uh, he has made battleships out of these um, 
matchsticks that he has glued together, and it truly is an art form. They have kits there that you can purchase mm-hmm. and try to glue them together and make a model yourself, and that's when you begin to realize that this is quite a talent that he has. Not to mention the patience that you'd have to have to do that kind of thing. It takes hours and hours and hours to build these models, but it is well worth making the trip and to look at all of the detail because every time that you look at one of the models, you'll see something new and different. Brilliant. And after they've made their models and they've got some itchy feet and they want to go and see some sports, like all Aussies, we're all mad on sports, uh, where would we go to get our fix? Do you know, every year um, in August, again, when I go to the Iowa State Fair, I do meet people from Australia that have come because we host the uh, Knoxville Nationals. It is a sprint car race. And in fact, they have the only museum in the world dedicated to sprint car racing. They have a Hall of Fame, which has recognized many people that are very well-known in this sport. And uh, people come, again, from Australia and all over the world to participate. We also, if you like sports, we have some outstanding trails, and we encourage people to participate in bike rides. We do have an organized bike ride in our state. It starts in the western part of our state. It lasts for a week. 10,000 people participate, and the communities really throw out the red carpet when you're coming. They put together great musical entertainment and food stands, and it is just a delightful experience for people and, of course, great exercise. Oh, let's not forget that. That's right. <laughs> a good aerobic workout. That's right. Now, Nancy, um, unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our time now. But before I go, uh, Iowa is such a large and diverse state. Um, you've obviously got a lot of things in, in the pipeline, activities planned for, for the upcoming months. Perhaps you'd uh, give us some idea of what those are. We do have activities and events going on throughout the year. And, again, people can find all of those on our Mm -hmm. website at TravelIowa.com. But some of the things that are very well known in our state, um, we have two communities that will be hosting tulip times in the month of May. These are great festivals where they have parades, they scrub the streets, and they make the Dutch letters, which are an almond pastry. You have to try it when you come. We also have a wonderful art festival in Des Moines, which is our capital city. It's uh, ranked extremely high. It brings in very uh, well-known juried artists, and they have just beautiful pieces of artwork on display as well as available for purchase. We have some great musicians that have come from the state of Iowa. Glenn Miller is known for the big band sound, and they have a big festival, and we bring people from as far away as Japan um, for this event and festival. So Every weekend, you are going to find something going on in the state of Iowa, and you will find all of that listed on our website at TravelIowa.com. Sounds like you guys like to have a bit of a party, there's no doubt. We always like to have a nice time, and we like to share it with people. That's brilliant. Nancy, thank you so much for spending your valuable time with us today. Thank you. I hope our listeners can get on to TravelIowa.com and get some further information. So, Nancy, thank you very much again. And to all our listeners, a very good day to you. Well, unfortunately, that's about it for this episode. Our thanks go to Nancy Landis from the Iowa Tourism Office for letting us know all about the attractions and events in Iowa. Next time, we're staying in the US and have a special treat lined up. We're going to the Rocky Mountains. Yes, a Rocky Mountains special in which we'll be talking to representatives from North Dakota, Montana and Wyoming. 
That'll be an episode not to miss. I'm looking forward to it. Hope to see you then. And until next time, thanks for listening. See you later. ExpressNet is proud to host the AusLeisure Traveller podcast. With great value and even better service, choose ExpressNet for all your web hosting needs. Hosting packages start from $0. That's right, you could host your own website with ExpressNet without paying a dollar. See our website at expressnet.com.au for details. Conditions apply.